I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. I feel a red wave coming. It's coming round again. Let's get it all in the sunlight and see what happens then. Yeah, we'll send them all to prison. That's where they belong. And we'll keep the red wave flowing. Till the commies are all gone. It's high noon for Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm Your Moderator. The Substack is I'm Your Moderator.substack.com and the merch site is www.cancelcotour.com or if you're having browser issues, go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. Also, I just want to extend a huge thank you to all of those who have supported the show financially in the last couple of weeks. Some people found me through Substack because Mike Lindell posted the article I wrote. And some people have just contributed on Anchor, which I think is the best place to do it. But thank you to all of you. I really appreciate it, especially because I know so many people on our side are suffering the financial hardships of what the communist regime has done to us. And I am one of those people, obviously, as I've said before, because the communist governor of California shut my industry down completely. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today is the 196th day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half-dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist dummy, fake proxy president Joe Biden, who is overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. That's Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. You tried to construct a world full of rules meant to protect yourselves and still felt endangered, which you should have seen as the first sign of the weakness of your position. But instead of that, you decided to define it as a very true danger. And the danger was everyone else except for the people that agree with you. And so you set up rules that you don't have to follow. But everybody else does. That's the society you are trying to create. And you know it's true. You try to control the rules of COVID so you can control the rules of voting. And then when the election to any normal person is obviously rife with fraud, you decide that can't be talked about on the same basis that COVID can't be talked about. Because you have the right answer and other people saying that you're wrong makes you feel endangered and you need to stop that. So you cry out to the authorities and ask them to make sure to get rid of all your enemies. Don't let them talk. Don't let their views be heard by anyone. And we saw this happening years ago. When they used to deplatform people from speaking on college campuses, it wasn't because the people were evil or the things they were saying were wrong. It's because the group in control thought the things they were saying would be convincing to people who were on their side. And they maintained the presence of those people on their side through force, through censorship, through deplatforming and silencing. Anyone who might consider that the other side has a point gets shut down and ostracized. And now we're at the point where people are actually out there supporting the idea 
that more than half of the country shouldn't be allowed to go to work and shouldn't be allowed to go to the grocery store until they submit and comply by getting an experimental gene therapy injected into their bodies that doesn't stop them from getting the disease or transmitting the disease, which is the only purpose of a vaccine. Getting milder symptoms is not why we get vaccines, because ivermectin can do that. Hydroxychloroquine can do that. Budesonide can do that. Those will all reduce your symptoms. Those will reduce your chances of dying from the coronavirus to almost zero. And the truth is, the chance of dying from the coronavirus is already almost zero. The infection fatality rate of the Delta variant is estimated at 0.08%. That's eight out of 10,000 people who get it will die. Eight out of 10,000. That's half the rate of a normal flu. Now, that's different than case fatality rate. Case fatality is the recorded cases, the number of recorded cases, the people who then die. All right. Infection fatality rate takes account for the fact that if we have a disease where most people who get it are asymptomatic and thus not tested, there's actually a multitude of cases that were never recorded. Okay. And low estimates say that six times the number of reported cases. Higher estimates have it at 10 times or 24 times or 40 times or even 80 times. And that's existed throughout the entire pandemic period. So these people now, the, the rule makers, they want half the country not to work, not to be allowed to go to the grocery store because they won't get an experimental gene therapy to protect them from a disease that can't kill them. That's you, commies. You're so confused about the most basic facts surrounding the coronavirus that you are willing to make yourselves complicit with Nazism so that you don't have to feel like you were wrong the whole time. That's just true. There's no gray area here. You're not doing it out of the goodness of your hearts. You're doing it because you don't want to feel wrong about the most important issues of your life when you are provably wrong. And so what happens in a society where the rules make no sense? They're only followed by the people who agree with the power structure creating the rules. And those people only follow the rules some of the time when they have to show others that they're following the rules. As soon as they find themselves in a bubble of people who only follow the rules, well, then none of them have to because they all have license to do as they please since they understand each other as being part of the in-group. And what happens when that phenomenon is repeated when it comes to the rule of law, not just the guidances and the standards and the social rules that we all must mask up. The actual rule of law. The phenomenon repeats itself there too. And these people decide that the law must be strictly enforced on everyone else. And if there's not a law to shut them down, well, I guess we better make one. But the laws don't apply to you at all. And you'll see to it that you put the power structure in place who will not enforce the rules on you. And the funny thing is, all these communists used to be very on board with the idea that the rules should apply to the Wall Street bankers, for instance. But that was years ago. And now it doesn't matter because now there's a global pandemic and it's very deadly. So everybody has to follow the rules that the experts give us and the CDC, they can do whatever they want. The CDC just extended an eviction moratorium that they didn't have any right to put up in the first place. 
And the legislators, well, they didn't take care of the problem. They all left for summer recess. And everybody was going to get kicked out of their homes. But that can't happen. Or people might take it out on the communists. So what do they do? Oh, the CDC just puts a new regulation into place. Is it legal? Nope. Does anyone seem to care? No. Least of all, the president, whose job it is to enforce the laws of the nation. Not to decide which rules can be followed and which can be broken and by whom. This is insane. And what other laws can be broken? Well, I guess we don't need to give people due process. We can just hold them in solitary confinement for six months if we like. Make sure they can never go outside. They sandblasted the windows of these people's cells so that they couldn't even see outside. And the communists support this. The communists want people jailed because they won't get the experimental gene therapy. Do we really have to pretend what's in the hearts of these people? They are showing you. But yet we still feel like we have to comply with them on some level. We have to imagine, oh, well, you know, maybe they got a point. No, they can bring up their good points after they stop trying to oppress half the country. And here's the thing that's most confusing about this, commies. You want the rules to protect you, and you don't care how the rules affect anyone else because you assume that you will never be part of the anyone else who those rules affect negatively. You feel very safe because you have complied with everything so far, except when you choose not to. And you assume that whatever these people decide, these people you have empowered with this illegitimate status in our society, you believe that whatever they decide, you're going to be okay. Your position will not be threatened. No matter what they do to everybody else, no problem. After all, you're the ones who voted for a man who is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, a regime that right now has two million plus Muslim Uyghurs in concentration camps where the women are raped and sterilized and their heads are shaved so that their hair can be sold as extensions to Westerners. And the men are beaten and tortured and everyone is reeducated out of their religions. You guys voted for a man who is complicit in that and wants to do business with them. You also voted for a man who was mentored in politics by a former Grand Kliegel and Exalted Cyclops of the KKK. You did that. There's no wiping that off. There's no, yeah, but Trump. You did that. You voted for a man who is complicit in concentration camps and compromised by the country where those concentration camps exist and a man who was mentored by a Klansman. You did that. That is something you actually did. You understand that? And you continue to support him. So what happens when the rule of law has become completely subjective, which is one of the critical things the American Constitution was designed to prevent? What happens then, Kami? Are you certain that you're going to always be on the right side of these things? What happens when they try the next vaccine and they want to try it on your child or your brother or sister or your grandparent? So what happens then? What happens when there is a rule that you don't want to follow? What happens if you get your wish and everyone who disagrees with you is removed from society? And you don't have to read any more Trump tweets. You don't have to listen to anyone tell you the obvious truth that masks don't work, that lockdowns were a moral disaster on a historic scale, or that the election was stolen. 
which you're going to find out one way or another. Truth like that, you can't hide it. They already tried to hide it. And that has backfired completely. Because here we are nine months later, and the truth is coming out more than ever. And next week, Mike Lindell is going to take all the doubt away. If he has what he has, and I have every reason in the world to believe he has exactly what he has. But what happens when you get rid of all of that? You're in your perfect little communist utopia where the rules apply to everybody else. Not you for now. You'll be on the path to owning nothing and loving it. You'll stay home with your Netflix and your Uber Eats and your universal basic income in your little tiny box. But that can't happen to you, commie. That can't happen to you. I know. I know. You're not that kind of commie. You're not one of those normal commies. You're a special commie. You're such a special commie that the communists above you are always going to remember how special a communist you are. And they're going to say, hey, sign that commie up. We want that commie. They promoted all of the slogans so well that now they get to go on vacation sometimes. I mean, as long as they don't say anything wrong in the meantime. Right, Kami? Usher in that vaccine passport. Make it digital. Implant it in your skin. All that it shows is that you got the vaccine like you were supposed to. Right? What happens when they also introduce a social credit scoring system like they have in China? Oh, well, conveniently, that will just read right off your same vaccine passport. Whether it's under your skin or just in your phone really doesn't matter, does it? They can track everything you say, all the conversations you have, all the people you talk to. Just make sure you don't talk to any no-no people. And you can still go to the grocery store. You can still go on vacation. You can still go to the gym. You can still take your Instagram pictures at the Museum of Ice Cream. You can do it all. All the things you want to do. You can do them because your social credit score is tippy top. And so you're not worried. The rules only apply to other people. And the only people who get penalties are the ones that don't follow the rules. Except for you, because you know enough people so that you can break the rules. And you have your little circle where no one's ever going to punish you, socially or otherwise. And so you're like, oh, hey, digital currency? From the central bank? You mean I don't have to touch those dirty dollars anymore? It all just goes in my bank account and then I can spend it with my phone? Yeah, Kami. Isn't that going to be nice? You got your controlled currency on the same device that has your vaccine passport and your social credit score. And as long as you get vaccines whenever they tell you, whenever the next version comes out, because that's what it's going to be, Right? You're going to have to get the flu shot instead of your choice being to get the flu shot or not. Then you have to get the flu shot because they're going to realize that the flu is more dangerous than the coronavirus. And so then you have to get your flu shot every single time. You have to get your vaccine every single time. Whenever they want for as long as they want. Doesn't matter. You comply. And as long as you comply, your social credit score stays good and your money's not affected. But as soon as you don't comply. As soon as you tweet the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or talk to one of the no-no people for too long. And by the way, they'll know because they'll be able to tell how close your phone is to the no-no person's phone. Hopefully they can't listen in though, right, Kami? I mean, you think they might be able to, but hopefully they can't. Hopefully they can't. Hopefully it won't get to that point, will it, Kami? You would never support that, would you? But as long as you don't talk to any of the no-no people or say any of the no-no things, you can still have your high social credit score and you can still have access to your money. But the thing is, if you don't comply and you do talk to the no-no people and you do say one of the no-no things, well, that's going to hurt your social credit score. And if your social credit score goes down too far, well, you're not going to be able to go to the places you want to go. And that's just how it starts. You don't want them to reduce your money, right? You don't want to have to pay fines for not complying, do you? Oh, they're already putting fines in place for people who won't get the vaccine or people who will say the no-no words. They're already doing that down in Australia. Oh, 
Well, that's interesting. So I guess it's closer than you think, isn't it, Kami? But that's okay because you're not going to be in trouble. The rules were made for you. And you're happy to follow them, except when you aren't. I know. Happy that other people follow them for sure. And you'll laugh and clap when other people are punished, when their money's taken away, when their social credit score is taken away, when they can't go to the grocery store, they can't buy food for their families, and you laugh and you clap. You're like, ha, 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 ha. well, <laughs> that's what they get for not being scared enough of the COVID. Right, Kami? It works exactly like that, doesn't it? You get in your little bubble and you guys can all talk about it together. <laughs> Look at those, those dumb people. They don't even realize that all you have to do is do what you're told and everything is just fine. How do they not realize how easy it is to just do what you're told? You see, the thing is, Kami, all of us, we can see you. And every time you broadcast your authoritarianism, your complicity with the Nazi regime, people notice. You're basically making a very big bet on very poor odds. You're betting that the media in 2021, the media that no one watches and no one trusts except for you morons has enough power to make sure the rest of the country doesn't see the overwhelming and obvious proof of election fraud. Because if that happens, if you guys can cover it all up, well, then you might get yourself a few more months. Right? Because the thing is, Kami, the election was stolen. That's a fact. You can try to cover it up. You can call it the big lie. You can take all your information off the television and remember every single little bit of it. But it doesn't change the underlying truth. And the underlying truth right now is that you are making an unwinnable bet that you will never be exposed as the Nazi you broadcast yourself to be. All right? I am impolite. And I am being impolite to you, Kami. And that's why you're angry. And that's fine. Because the thing is, you are being told the truth right now. Despite what you may think. Everybody is going to know where you stood in this moment. You are building yourself a cage inside your own ignorance. And you will not have the ability to ever let yourself out. And you will demand that all of the people you've insulted and bullied and shamed and threatened will let you out. Your bet is literally on the kindness of the people you're attempting to destroy. And you keep doubling down. That's insane, Kami. If you've realized that's insane, well, maybe you're becoming redeemable. And that's great news. And with that, I'd love to extend a warm Wednesday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies. We're all very happy to see you. We're very, very happy when communists make themselves redeemable and apply once again for American citizenship. That's what all this is about. You might think I'm just having fun insulting you. And trust me, I am having fun insulting you. And other people are having fun listening to it. But that's not the real point. The real point is that I would like for you to realize your error and come back to our side. Now you might say, well, you better be nice to me if you're expecting that. No, no. I'm here just to tell you the truth. You do with it whatever you like. If your priority is to be offended at the things I'm saying, well, hey, maybe America's not the right place for you. But if you think it might be, just go ahead and stop being offended. It's going to be real simple. I'll even say things intentionally meant to test whether or not you'll be offended. And you can just stiffen your spine, get right on through it, and keep listening. Be like, oh, man. Oh, 
Ah, he called people retards. Ah, why is he insulting the mentally ill? Ah, I'm not insulting the mentally ill, Kami. I'm insulting you, okay? You guys are the retards. You've spent your entire life thinking that because life is easy for you, because life was made easy for you by people who came before you, that you must, therefore, be really intelligent. You're so good at navigating your life and being responsible with your decisions and discerning what's true and false. You did it all yourself, didn't you, Kami? But you didn't. And you know you didn't. And that's the thing. Should you be offended? Well, maybe at your own ignorance, but not at me. Because I'm trying to figure out ways to get all of you to a position where you doubt the central narrative, okay? I don't need you to agree with me, and I don't need you to like me. I need you to doubt the central narrative. Because doubting the central narrative is what's going to prevent your brain from breaking. And I'm serious about that. Once you reach that point where you have doubt, that means that you are open to the truth. And so when the truth is presented to you, because it will be whether or not you want it to be. But when that moment occurs, you will have had enough mental preparation to be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, they're right. And you'll freak out. But that little bit of doubt is what's going to save you. You'll be like, oh, man, okay, yeah, all right. I thought it might be true. Everybody I trusted steered me the wrong direction, but I knew it might be true. That's cool. That's cool, Kami. Come on back. Apologize. Make your amends and come on back. That's all we've ever said. Because the people on our side, we don't want to put you in camps. And we're not out there trying to make sure that our events are segregated. You vaccinated people are a greater health risk to everybody than anyone with coronavirus ever has been. That's a fact. And more than the health risk you present, you present an existential risk to our society because you are proponents of complicity in the communist Nazi regime that we have going on right now. And no, commies, communism and Nazism are not on opposite sides of the spectrum. Sorry, the National Socialist Party was not right wing and neither were the fascists. They're just all collectivists and they're all authoritarians. And that, my friends, is communism. So if you understand that, then you understand why Donald Trump is such an attractive candidate and president to defeat that thing. Because no matter what you have to say about Donald Trump, I'm guessing you don't have one example of a time where he intentionally tried to limit people's liberty to achieve a political goal. All right. The only two standards. This is a tangent. Sorry. I've been thinking about this for a long time. If I was in politics, if I had say into what laws were passed and which ones weren't, my standard would be, does this policy achieve the desired goal without reducing anyone's liberty? That's a pretty simple policy standard. Most of the policies passed by our government in my lifetime, pay no attention to that standard. The policies don't achieve the goals for the people. They do achieve the goals for the politicians, but the goals of the politicians are aligned with one another and the world powers that control them, but they are in specific and clear opposition to the people. Okay? So the goals, as far as the people are concerned, are never achieved by the policies. So that's the one problem. The other problem is that all of the policies limit individual liberty. And that is a recipe for disaster. That's what it looks like to have communism growing in your country. And that is what we have. All right, 
Let's change subjects. I'm going to share this with you because I absolutely love it. And it was a beautiful moment in the Olympics that have been stunningly bereft of beautiful moments. Now that is female American wrestler Tamira Mensa stock. And that was absolutely awesome. Now, since you don't have the video, you might not realize that she is a black woman and black women aren't supposed to say those things. Are they? That doesn't work right in the communist mindset, does it? She loves America. She loves representing America and does a damn fine job of it. And she loves living in America. Apparently, that medal-winning Olympic athlete is not as oppressed as we're told all black people are. Which is one of the most insulting things ever, honestly. I'm not black, but if I was, I would think that all of this would be insulting. Imagine being told that you are supposed to hate the country you're representing. And she's told, I'm sure, all the time. She definitely gets it from the media. But she doesn't care because she knows what's true and she knows what's right. And she knows who she is. And she has no problem being that person. And that is awesome. That's what the Olympics are about. Good for her. She's a hero. Simone Biles, whose hero is she going to be after this? Anyone's? Probably not. That hammer thrower, Gwen Berry, she finished 11th out of 12. She didn't even get the opportunity to disrespect the country and the flag. And Megan Rapinoe, well, her team lost. And she complained, yeah, we just didn't have it. Yeah, no kidding. Because you're pretending to be a Victoria's Secret model and some hero for social justice causes. And you forgot to do your job. And now, who are you? What's your reputation? What's your legacy? You don't have one. It's over. You chose, and you chose wrong. And I know that a lot of people out there do not have the same faith I have that things are going to get turned around and put right again. Okay? I understand that. I would say... There aren't a whole lot of people that pay more attention to all this stuff than I do. And by virtue of doing what I'm, I'm doing, I've made some good connections for myself so that I can ask questions and people who are more in touch with things than I am can give me the answers that either I need or enough to make me comfortable that I'm on the right track, okay? I'm not sure I'm going to have nailed everything down even if it all comes together as I think it will. But I'll put my record against pretty much anyone's, certainly anyone in the mainstream media, any of these commies in Hollywood or wherever else. And if you're someone who shares my faith, then like me, you should be planning on the world ahead and how you are going to function in it. All right? One of the craziest things that the communists have successfully eliminated from the collective American consciousness, from the American mind, is the survival instinct. So many people in our country have become denatured. They are separate from the natural instinct to focus on their own survival and their own thriving and their own futures. So many people don't believe there is really a future. It's just more of this. And as long as you think 
that your position can't be taken away from you, then there's no reason to focus on what the world ahead might be because you know you'll be just fine. But that's not most people's reality. And the truth is, it's not anyone's reality. No matter how much money you have, no matter how much power you have. It's funny because there are people who exhibit that characteristic who are Hollywood influencers, for instance, on Instagram. They're like, oh, well, everybody loves me. I'm going to be just fine. But Joe Biden's more powerful than you, isn't he? He has to be, right? He's <laughs> the real president. I mean, you might have 200,000 followers, but Joe Biden got 81 million very real votes. Do you think Joe Biden's position can't change? It can. It's gonna. And what about Mark Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg is one of the richest men in the world. He literally owns technology that can influence people's mood throughout the day. He can make those people do what he wants simply by deciding what information they get to consume. He's more powerful than you influencers, isn't he, commies? Do you think his position is unshakable? Nothing can happen to Mark Zuckerberg? If you believe that, I suggest that it might be a good time to go back and read Trump's executive order 13848 imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a United States election. Okay. And I've gone through this on the podcast before. I'm not going to repeat that, even though I believe it's relevant. You all should go take 10 minutes and read this executive order. It is extremely important and will become more important in the days to come. The essence of this executive order is that incredibly harsh punishments are at the president's disposal for people and entities who are complicit in the foreign interference of our elections. And we know that is exactly what happened, okay? Again, Lindell's going to show what he's got to show next week. I have every reason to believe he has exactly what he says he has. And that's being proven out right now through what Code Monkey Z is releasing and what the whistleblower is releasing. And Ron said this morning, or perhaps last night, that he's only put out 1% of what he has. The truth is he's put out way less than 1%. And the truth above that is he's only being given less than 1%. So that little clip is enough to scare the hell out of all the communists who understand what it means. And that's only a tiny, tiny fraction. So what happens when it is proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that the election was stolen in coordination and collaboration and collusion with foreign adversaries? then this executive order could be executed, couldn't it? If this executive order is executed, then anyone who is complicit in the theft of an election with a foreign country or foreign entity loses the right to every single thing they own. Everything. Absolutely everything. Their company their fortune, all of it. You understand that? If you don't understand, if you think I'm overstating it, if you think I'm wrong, go ahead and read it for yourself. And then understand that companies like Facebook and Twitter and Amazon were not just all acting independently in their business's own best interest. They were breaking the law intentionally to steal an election and violate the First Amendment rights of Americans. And they did this in coordination with and at the behest of foreign adversaries. Okay, but not just foreign adversaries, also people within our own government 
and our own national security infrastructure. And all of those people are subject to this executive order as soon as the country understands. And again, I've said this many times, and I was saying it before January 20th, but under the assumption that this all had to be settled by January 20th, I was absolutely wrong about that. But this train is still coming, and it's coming for all of them. It's not an accident that the whistleblower has the stuff the whistleblower has. It's not an accident that the whistleblower has released some stuff to Code Monkey Z. And it's not an accident that Code Monkey Z put it out. It's not happening randomly. It's not happening without the knowledge of all these people involved on our side trying to protect the country. You think Donald Trump just is oblivious to all of this? Yes, he's been hands off because he wanted the people to stand up and take their country back, which to a large extent they have done or are ready to do. But this is when we have to remember what the ultimate goal is and was, all right? We all thought the ultimate goal was get Trump back in office, and with that second term, we'll get a lot of this stuff solved, okay? That was the simplistic version, and a lot of us thought that. I thought versions of that because that seemed to be the short-term goal, and then after that was taken care of, we can focus on the long-term goals. Well, I guess the idea was different than what we thought. The ultimate goal is to rid the country of the corruption, rid the country of this communist influence, and do all that without sparking a civil war, okay? And the way you do that is by getting everyone to understand what's happening so that people don't freak out and overreact. And that has worked spectacularly well. The population of armed Americans is larger than all other armies in the world. Okay? That matters. And all of those law-abiding American patriots who own guns have kept their powder dry. And they did it for a reason. Because they know that civil war is the worst possible outcome and they don't want to be any part of sparking it. Which is just another reason why believing any of the central narrative about January 6th is, commies, completely retarded. So, from my point of view, thinking that as this influencer or actor or whatever job you have, where you feel totally safe and secure being the commie you are and supporting Nazi policies online, to show how very virtuous you are, that's not a very secure position. And if you're taking that position, you're making a very, very bad bet. First off, that you're right about a whole bunch of things you don't know anything about. And second, that you're going to be okay no matter what. You're throwing your whole life into the hands of people you're trying to systematically eliminate and you think you're powerful enough in your position to make that work well i'm telling you that the most powerful people in the world are not powerful enough to withstand this if they made the wrong bet and they did make the wrong bet and we're going to see what happens you think i'm going overboard that's fine people have been saying about that about me for a year now some of the people who used to be close to me in my life think that the hardest. Of course, those people are very stupid and they know very little. But we had fun together. We enjoyed life experiences with one another. They were never very smart, but what are you going to do? They are who they are. They've made the bad bet and they're going to suffer the consequences. Personally, I mean, I'm not going to try to punish them. I could. <laughs> I could share their texts with people. That would be bad for them, but I'm not going to do that because I don't need to do that. All right. Again, they built the cage around themselves. 
And they could choose another direction, but they will not choose it. And they certainly will not choose it in time. And then they'll walk through the rest of their life being the sorts of people who thought it was a good idea to encourage children being taken from their parents because their parents were going to raise them with the wrong beliefs or forcing their children to be vaccinated just so that they could go to a school while making sure that their own children don't ever have to go to that school. Why? Because they have money. Why do they have money? Oh, well, they complied enough or their parents did. And the funniest thing of all is that they don't realize that they're not the powerful people making the decisions. All right. The powerful people making the decisions on a global scale do not include the 200,000 follower Instagram people. I'm not even sure they include the Chrissy Teigen's of the world. She sure got ejected pretty fast, didn't she? And why did that happen? Was it because she didn't do enough to repeat the slogans? No, that's not the reason she repeated the slogans everywhere. It just became too difficult for the people who have actual power to continue supporting her because her presence became untenable. It was no longer having the desired effect. So now she's tossed off to the side. And now apparently Barack Obama's not even having his big birthday party. He canceled it to show everybody how dangerous COVID is. Oh, I didn't realize COVID was dangerous till now. But now that everyone can see that I'm a hypocrite. Oh, I'm going to cancel. Why did they do that? Well, we could take the basic answer and maybe the basic answer is right. Or. Maybe this is a much better PR stunt to convince everyone around the country that COVID is so dangerous. Oh, my God, COVID is so dangerous that even Barack Obama is canceling his birthday party. I guess we'd all better lock down. No, commies. No. But let's consider an alternative scenario, okay? You want to say there was never a plan. There's nothing going on behind the scenes. It just is what it is. We're stuck with Joe Biden until... 2024 or whenever Joe Biden expires or is taken out. Fine. Believe what you like. But let's imagine what would have happened if none of us kept fighting for this and kept believing this. Okay. Knowing what they know about the election theft. And you have to assume that military intelligence knows all of this. You have to assume that. I don't know how anyone could argue otherwise. You want to believe there's no election fraud? Fine. It's not, there's no point in having the conversation with you. If you believe that the election was stolen, but you think somehow military intelligence doesn't know that or is impotent to act, then I think you're just wrong, okay? But that's a more interesting conversation to have. But assume that I'm right. What would have happened if all of us were faithless? If we did not believe this could get turned around, if we did not believe the truth was going to come out, people would have freaked out. Maybe we would have had actual civil war. Thank goodness we didn't. Or maybe we would have had the situation where the military comes in and tries to hold up the Constitution and the free and fair election. But half the country doesn't believe it. And then we're in this state of instability that could go on forever and could easily be taken advantage of by our enemies around the world, which, of course, is what they're doing now with the lame president, the fake president. But that would have been interminable. Even with Trump in office and even with the military protection, the country would have had a much harder time being convinced that all this was true. They had to learn it for themselves. And that's a process. People have to first wake up. And realize something's wrong. Realize that one of their doubts about the government and the good faith of the government is actually justified. And people are finding that out more and more every day. Whether it's from critical race theory or the vaccines or masking your kid in school. It doesn't matter where someone had that little spark, right? That doubt. Maybe it's Julian Assange. Maybe it's WikiLeaks. Maybe people know that those doubts are real and true. And just think that, well, we have to go with Joe Biden.
because Trump is dangerous. There are going to be people like that, too. But even with those doubts, they would have stayed asleep. They have to wake up before they embrace those doubts and learn that those doubts are justified and then take that next step where they're like, oh, wow. They really did this whole pandemic thing just to take advantage of us and exploit us. Yeah, Kami, they did. And once you realize that, you understand the depth of depravity here. You understand the evil that is actually controlling our society to some degree. And once you recognize that, well, then a whole new world opens up for your thoughts. You stop trying to convince yourself that despite all the evidence otherwise, your government is still looking out for you. The media is still looking out for you. The corporations are looking out for you. The universities, the tech companies, the Chinese Communist Party, our public health community, they all have your best interest in mind. Mark Zuckerberg has your best interest in mind, even though he is the front and the face and the founder of a project that started as LifeLog at DARPA. But yeah, they all have your best interest in mind, Kami. After all, you have 200,000 Instagram followers. Don't they know who you are? Isn't Xi Jinping looking out for you? Don't they understand that you repeated all the slogans? You even took money to repeat some of the slogans. That's how involved in the process you were. Oh, they'll take care of me. No, they won't, Kami. No, they won't. Other Americans are exactly the people who will take care of you. If you are lucky enough to gain their favor back after what you've done, you're relying on the kindness of the people you have bullied and shamed and oppressed. That's where you are right now, Kami. And it might sound mean that I'm telling you that, but the truth is me telling you that is a kindness because right now you still have time to fix it. But what happens if you don't fix it until after the moment of truth arises? What then, Kami? What then? Now, I feel a little bad that these last three episodes, including today, all this week, I've mostly been focused on the more ethereal stuff, right? What all this means in the bigger picture. Because that's the stuff that I think about a lot, right? And when I'm talking about the stuff in the narrative, it is all to show you that this bigger picture is actually going on the way I believe it to be, all right? This is a thesis that I'm constantly supporting. I'm not here to tell you the day's news. I'm here to tell you how that news fits into this bigger picture that I personally see very clearly. You can call me crazy. You can think I'm wrong. All good. All right. This is my belief that I am sharing with you. You don't have to share it. You don't have to believe it. If it sounds false to you, if it sounds stupid, disregard it. Use your discernment. Find someone else that tells you the information that you think is more important. All good. My concern is what the nation's soul looks like after the truth comes out, which it inevitably will. That's what I'm concerned with. That's what I've been concerned with the entire time, which is why I spoke up in Hollywood in the first place well over a year ago. I was under the impression that there were still good faith people in government enough to make a difference. And if we just got Trump back, if we just got people who could ally with Trump, then we could solve the problem through the normal means. But it turns out that was wrong. And it also turns out that the people weren't acting in good faith either. The people wanted to acquire power just as much as the government officials did. The communists in government had the same motivations as the communists around us in our communities and their motivations haven't changed. They've only gotten darker and more extreme and more dangerous. And all it takes to take that danger away 
is to get them to see the truth. And that's where this is all heading. Whether they like it or not, they can deny it all they want. I can't tell you how many times people on our side are like, yeah, but the media is not going to report it. No one's going to believe it. The media is not going to report it. No one listens to the media anymore. CNN's lost 80% of its audience. MSNBC, same thing. The New York Times and the Washington Post are a joke. The New York Times is provably run by the CCP. And by the way, the New York Times has always been bad. The New York Times was on the side of the Nazis. Normal Americans are now reading truth in their own lives. They are comfortable perceiving their own reality and reacting to it because the reality that used to be just theoretic coming down from the media, now that reality confronts them in the face every time some dumb commie tells them to put their mask on. Every time they have to think about taking their child out of school because their school is trying to destroy their child's spirit with every lesson and every COVID rule. That's what's happening. So my point is, there are more than enough people in this country that do not rely on the mainstream media for their information anymore. And there are more than enough people on our side to have taken the reins of the new information platforms and figured out how to use them effectively. And there's no way in the world that we're not all going to be like, Hey, Kami, did you see what just happened? There's irrefutable proof of election fraud now. What do you think about that? Are you going to wait for Andrew Cuomo's little simp brother to tell you that it's true before you believe it? How long are you going to stay on this highway to hell you're on, Kami? How long? All right. But that depends on us understanding the information understanding what's true, and then speaking truth. And you got to do it, because what are you still hiding from? It is amazing to me how many people on our side are being cowed by the idea that they might have to be vaccinated to continue their job or to be able to travel. First off, what? The most important things in your life are the job you have now and your ability to travel. If that's true, how easy is your life for real? Because you haven't been affected by any of this till now, except in an emotional way. You feel the separation from the people who are happy to express their communism while you're made to feel like you need to suffer this in silence. Okay, if you got to that point, fine. If you got up till now, not being affected by this in any real way, I guess you're lucky. But now what? Are you just going to continue to be silent, hoping that the people who are standing up, the people whose lives are being affected, they'll just carry it through to the end? You don't need to help. You don't want to help because, oh, then you might have to suffer the consequences. Well, what are you waiting for? You're on our side, aren't you? Are you just on no side? You're just trying to cement your position in the party of false decorum. You're going to say, oh, yeah, well, I guess I believe the wrong things, but we're all still cool. Can I please have my job still? I'll get vaccinated. I'll do it. What are you doing? Choose a side. This is not the kind of situation where both sides can win. Okay. One side is going to win. And if our side wins, then you'll want to be known as part of our side. And you'll want to have understood what it means to stand up for yourself. Because that's going to benefit you in the world ahead. It would even benefit you in the bad world. But it's going to benefit you in very positive ways in the world ahead. What do you gain by silence? What do you gain by complicity? The bad world is so, so very bad. And you are not going to be 
a part of the chosen ones in that world. Sooner or later, the rules that you're empowering, the system that you're empowering, those rules are going to affect you. And you're not going to want to follow them. And then you will know what punishment is like. And you will know what you supported. We're trying to avoid that world at all costs. And if you don't think that speaking up and sharing truth and making yourself known, you think you can get away without doing that? That's not the position I want to be in. I'm glad I'm not in that position. I would rather be first against the wall than complying with this. And fortunately, I've put myself in a position where that's the bet I've made. And if I'm wrong, well, hey, guys, it was nice knowing y'all. But I'm not interested in living in the Nazi dystopia that silence and complicity have brought on. These people's ideas are so bad and so evil and so stupid that the only way they can ever come to power is through force and complicity. And the most pernicious part is that they have turned the citizens against one another. Now the force and the complicity is being propelled by normal people who think that they're going to come out on the good side. And they are so consumed with hatred that they don't even understand what they're doing. These people cannot win. Do not comply. Don't get fake vaccine ID cards. All right? That's complicity. You are allowing that system to continue through your complicity. You think you can cheat your way around it? Okay, good luck. Maybe that'll work for a month or two. What happens when they find a better way to test you? What happens when you find out they actually have a medical way to test whether or not you had the vaccine? And, well, you just don't pass. But they can certainly tell you're lying. How does that benefit you in the communist world you're helping create? No compliance. Stand up for yourself. All right? Stand up. That is the point. It is time. Discern truth. Spread truth. Stand up for yourselves. We are Americans. Listen to that Olympian. Tamira Mensa Stock. She has it right. Love your country. Wrap yourself in that flag proudly and stand up for fuck's sake. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Maston lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic and Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack. I'm your moderator.substack.com where you can donate or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain.
acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm Your Moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm Your Moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!